Blog Talk Radio. The yield and the fecundation. Oh yeah. Japir to be forgiven. Sing homage to the land. Sing homage to the land. Ethiopian.
Rising and Better Love. You are listening to the Truth to Power show, and I am Beverly. And we have with us, we have Noble and Pooh and Minister Jute with us. We haven't had them with us for a while, so it is a pleasure to have them with us. And, and Brother Ampu is going to be talking about past life regression, and Minister Jew is going to be talking about quantum prayer. So this is uh, very interesting here. Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing? Oops, wait a minute. Hold on. What's happening? <laughs> you and Brother uh, and Minister Jew. Good to have y'all on tonight. Well, we appreciate you for having us on. We definitely, we definitely thank you and miss you for sure. I was just <laughs> you Hey, Jew, man, you got Bev's number? He had it still because I switched phones, and I was just calling to say hi to you and whatnot, see uh-huh. what you're doing. Hey, you know, we, we go way back. But, again, you always come with the knowledge and the information, so we're looking forward to it. How are you doing, Minister Jew? I'm doing well, Miss Beverly D. I'm doing well all the time. <laughs> Good, good to uh, yes. hear your voice. Good to hear yours. You and uh, and the uh, uh, you and Noble uh, and Pooh. So, uh, where are we going to start tonight? Ooh, man, where do we start? <laughs> I don't know. What's the, how you want to kick well, it be- off? Before, be- before we get started, kind of let the people know uh, how they can contact y'all. Okay. Uh, well, me, this is Ample. Um, anyway, I'm doing some – I'm still off-grid a little bit, but y'all can get me on Patreon, um, which is patreon.com forward slash noble, Ampu, A-M-P-U, um, some astral stuff. Um, but I also like to share with opportunities. So a few years ago, I made an exit out a little bit, let you deal with the problems, and I started focusing on some real estate money and um, was able to take over 50-plus families with me who saw the vision um, and start buying rental properties. And so we built a little bit over a million-dollar portfolio doing that with, you know, apartments and single-family housing and whatnot. Um, And so I like to still drop opportunity over there because one of my partners says, see, with our members, what I really like to take pride in doing is not just about us sharing information for our spiritual stuff, Mm-hmm. I want to figure out a way to grow financially as well. So yeah. uh, one of my um, actually just bought a 48-unit apartment building and is also offering that opportunity for us to come in and, you know, pretty much buy into it. And so this last week, or no, earlier this week, matter of fact, we uh, did a webinar showing people how they can get inside of a 48-unit apartment deal. So I go from astro to some real estate stuff um, and then some, you know, different spiritual conversations and stuff. Uh, or mm-hmm. a chakra machine, mm-hmm. people how to boost the energy inside of them because I got that technology to show you how to raise that energy inside you. Um, so I do stuff like that, Patreon. So you can find me at patreon.com forward slash noble ampu, A-N-P-U. All right. And what about you, Minister? Uh, yeah, so like Ampu said, uh, you know, he kind of shifted and um, I took the mantle of Using uh, mind science is what I'll call it, per se, um, and 
teaching people how to really cultivate uh, the God within them and not necessarily a a God or a deity outside of themselves uh, and showing people really over the last decade how that's done in a very meticulous, specific way from um, understanding how we're made, the neuroscience behind it, uh, where we're able to move a little bit further past the philosophy to the nuts and bolts of what's actually going on in our beings, in our bodies. If the body is the temple of God, then we should understand how we're made because we're going to have to access it through this body, through this brain, through this mind. Uh, and then we added a level of quantum physics to it where, um, you know, it's showing how this field, this this infinite field of possibilities is where the juice is at, and that's where the connection needs to be made. Scripture names it the kingdom of God, but when you start to peel the layers back, you start to see that it's talking about this field of infinite possibilities where all things can come in and out of existence. Uh, and so I've been doing that now for about the last eight years inside of my membership and ministry uh, Imagination Guru Ministries is the title, and we've had uh, raving success over the years. We, we stopped counting the testimonials, Beverly, because, you know, mm-hmm. it just got to the point where it just became redundant. But last time we okay. checked, we were somewhere between like seven, $8 million in testimonials in the last eight years collectively who mm-hmm. participated. We've had people heal themselves from all kind of ailments, diabetes, mm-hmm. eczema, heart conditions, uh, I could just go on and, oh, we, we've had miracle stories of uh, husband and wife. Wife was told she couldn't have children. She only had one fallopian tube. She ended up having twins, and then they end up just having another okay. baby this past June from utilizing these principles and these techniques. So it's been a, it's been a wonderful ride, joy ride of, of experience and, um, and excitement, really, over the last 10 years. Mm-hmm helping people navigate uh, in that space. So if, you, if you're if you looking for any of those things along those lines, you can find me at theimaginationguru.com, and uh, we have a plethora of things over there, uh, specifically the membership for people who are trying to really cultivate these skills and, and really take root uh, with the information and, and the application more so. Wow, and that's what's needed. You know, we need both the spiritual and the and the um, the, the the physical and the healing. With all of this stuff that we've been going through, these pandemics and everything, and and this is the time we definitely need to know how to tap in. Absolutely. And so I feel like y'all are a perfect combination, you know. And, Pooh, you dealing with the financial part of it also. We need that, too. We have to know how to to live and survive. So both of them go hand in hand. Hey, we were just talking about that today, the dynamic duo. The greats always come in pairs. We, <laughs> we, may, be the, we may be the Michael and Scotty, but I know you're in Detroit, so I guess we'd be Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars on them tonight. Okay. <laughs> the bad boys. The bad boys, yeah. Okay. All 
righty. So, okay, well, you got the flow. Where are we going? Where are we starting? I'm, Hey, do I think you can go open up with quantum? Because I think when we go quantum, it's it's the deepest we can go, and I think the past life is a layer within it in a sense, man. So I think we can kick it off that way. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, so I guess we have to deal with the terms that we're using. We want to be able to define things for the audience. Um, I'm sure everybody probably thinks they're very familiar with what prayer is, and uh, and we'll get into that portion of it too, but the quantum part may be a little bit uh, kind of new to people, maybe in your audience, maybe, maybe not, but mm-hmm. just for the sake of having clarity on terms. Uh, quantum mechanics, quantum physics is the study of uh, subatomic particles. What that means is um, electrons, photons, uh, mesons, quarks. Uh, positrons, I mean, you name it. Um, and the reason that that's important, the audience may hear it and say, okay, this sounds like some scientific stuff. Well, everything in the universe is made of these things, right? Everything. So the human, the body that you are composed of is made of atoms, molecules, et cetera, et cetera. Everything that you see in your immediate environment right now, from the TV to the cell phone to whatever it is, is made up of these particles. Uh, that we call, uh, 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 you know, physical things that we call um, reality, right? The objective world is made by these things. And so um, when we understand that principle, right, then it becomes very important because now we're dealing with um, the building blocks that actually call forth things into existence. And that's very, very important for the audience to know, because if we can tap into that level of wisdom and understanding, then that means we should be able to have an impact on how things show up in our immediate environment, in our objective world. There's another layer to this. We have to go into the experimental side. So what they discovered was was that in some strange way, Human observation, uh, to simplify it, another way we can look at it is a measurement, right? Something being measured, something being observed, looked at, right, actually has an impact on the way these subatomic particles make their way into the physical world. So these particles exist in a wave-like state when you start to study the phenomenon. And a wave is not physical, right? So they'll call it, one of the terms that they use for it is called superposition, quantum superposition, where we don't exactly know what is going to come out of this wave, but what we do know is that the moment we make an observation or a measurement on this wave, it impacts the way that it shows up on the screen of space called reality. Now, why is this important? Because these studies have been proven over and over and over again. And this is not a theory, by the way, this particular portion of it that I'm speaking on. This has been verified in laboratories for the last 100 years, probably a million times over. What this denotes is that what? The stuff, the stew that makes up our cosmos, our galaxy, our universe 
by the way we view things, by the way we see things, by the way we observe things. Now, there's been many studies. I share this in my membership. I share it sometime when I'm talking on different platforms. But they've had studies where they show the amount of observation counts. How much are you looking at whatever you're looking at? Determine and how many people are looking at what you are looking at. So, a prime example of this, uh, Miss Beverly, would be I'll give you people something something recent so that they can kind of understand what this means. So, if you if you remember a couple of weeks back, this Titan ship sunk, right? It was big news for like a week and a half. Everybody's right. trying to figure out what happened with the Titan, the Titan, the Titan, the Titan, the Titan. Then all of these uh, these uh, these clues start coming out. Well, this happened, and it was because of this. And you start to see all of these overlapping scenarios. Come to find out, the the gentleman who owned the wife's great grandparents actually died on the Titanic ship, right? So you have to keep this in mind, people. The CEO of the company, the woman who he's married to, her great-grandparents were actually on the boat that sank in the Atlantic Ocean back in the early 1900s. So that was one ripple. Because I want to show you how these things overlap and why we have to be very mindful of how we're looking at things and how when we step into this field, unknowingly. So they, they'll say something like this in Scripture. They'll say, Christ said when he was on the cross, these words right before he, he made his transition. Then he said, God forgive them, for they know not what they do. And this is a very potent statement, because humanity, we're babies. We haven't come to this understanding yet about how observation creates reality, Right? We, we, so when we see things like this, we'll say, oh, that's an interesting coincidence. Or we may even say it's a conspiracy. We, our brain will start to process these things and say, well, wait, we don't know exactly what's going on, but we know this is something kind of weird. And so somebody must be behind this, not knowing that the, the what that's behind it is actually the observation impact. So if you're a, if you're a student of this, and I want to educate people tonight, there was a book written by a gentleman named Roberson was his last name. He wrote a book called, um, the, what was it, the Nantucket? What was it, Jew? Yeah, the, the name evades me at this particular moment. But in this book, in this book, he wrote about a, uh, uh, an unsinkable, super large ship, right? This, now, this is, this is 14 years before the Titanic was even built 14 years ago. Right. The wreck of the Titan or futility. That's what it is. Yes. So that's it. The record, wreck of the Titan or futility. They, they, they interchange the title on, on the book. But in this particular book, he created a cruise liner, exact same size as the, the as the Titanic would be. Same amount of people. Now, this is a fiction. He wrote this book as a fiction, right? But he wrote it as if it was a true story. So if you're reading it, you would think, oh, man, this is a true story, but it's actually a fiction. So he, he the crew's line the same size, same amount of people on the boat. Uh, the boat took takes sail from the exact same place that the Titanic would take sail 14 years later across the same body of water on a Friday evening, 
sank, just like the Titanic. And in his book, this boat runs into a iceberg, just like the Titanic 14 years later, and crashes, killing the majority of people on the boat because they didn't have enough life jackets, life boats, just like the Titanic. Now, you may say, now, this is, this is kind of strange, right? You're like, this is, this is weird. Here's the thing. Guess what the name of the boat was in the book? He named it the Titan. 14 years hmm. later, 14 years later, a, a quote-unquote real boat is built called the Titanic that goes through the exact same scenario that happened in the book 14 years prior. Why am I bringing this up? Because the mind is so powerful, the collective mind. We don't know that our brains cannot differentiate the difference between what's real versus what's imagined. This is neuroscience, people. It's not conjecture, hyperbole, philosophy. These are facts. Google it. You'll see brain difference from reality. And you'll see imagination. You'll see that it's going gonna, it's gonna to say almost identical in the way that our brains process fiction and reality, right? So now what does this mean? How many people read that book, right? How, how serious was the author when he penned that to paper, right? Now, 14 years later, the wave collapsed. Remember the wave I talked about earlier in the quantum phenomenon? Mm-hmm. I said it's a wave. So the, minute, so, so the moment somebody makes an observation in imagination or in their mind, right, then at that moment you send out a ripple effect where you start to go gather all of the necessary moving parts order for that vision to come to fruition. Scripture puts it like this. Write the vision. Make it plain. This is the book of Habakkuk, the second chapter. Because I want to show people the layers of scripture. It's, it's, a, it's a psychological text, not necessarily a historical one where these figures actually lived two, 3,000 years ago. These are allegories and parables of the mind. This is theater of the mind. These are states of consciousness to get you to understand where you are on your trajectory and your journey in evolution as a soul down here on this planet, right? So <clears throat> Habakkuk says, if it be long, wait, for it is sure, and it will not be late. So the more moving parts it takes, it'll take a little bit longer for the wave to completely, to completely collapse into a physical event. But I have so many examples of this, Bev. It, I don't, I don't want to scare the audience because even my own family and my sisters, they say, man, well, Jew, we hear you. And, and we know that it's real because you keep showing example after example of this, but it gives us anxiety. And the reason it does is because the human being starts to realize, wait a minute, you mean to tell me that we're this powerful? Sometimes that's too much for a person to, to, to chew because we, all our lives we've been taught to give away our power to something else. Oh, God did it or the devil made me do it. Etc. 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 We pass the buck off so easily, right? Because that's mm-hmm. just that's just the nature of human beings. We don't want to accept that. Wait a minute. Scripture does say I say that ye are gods, though. For the iceberg, but that's it in a nutshell. The prayer side, when you when you understand prayer, 
right? Prayer is petitioning, ladies and gentlemen, right? It's not begging, right? It's not, oh, God, please, please, God, you know, I need God, please. That's that's not prayer. When you, the, the Greek word in Scripture translates to a petition. Now, if you go through Scripture carefully with a fine-tooth comb, in multiple places, they always, when, when the Christ is giving a parable about prayer, always this language that, that, that deals with legalese, like the one where he said there was a woman who went to a judge, right? And we see all of these parallels where they're making these, these, these storylines indicate that, no, it is a procedure to prayer. So when you're opening up the Lord's Prayer, and they're asking the Christ, these apostles, these disciples are asking the Christ about uh, prayer. They specifically say, Lord, and here's the key word, teach us how to pray. So if it was just a cut and dry thing where it's just like, oh, you pray however you want to pray, why would they use the language teach us? That means it's a formula to it. But when you get deeper in your studies and you translate the phrase, the word of God, it literally comes out to the Greek word logo, which literally translates to a computation. Don't that sound like math, Bev? Yeah. That sounds like this plus this plus this equals this. Right. Now, here's the thing, because I don't want people to get lost, because some people out there may be saying, well, you know, I didn't do it that way, and I still got a result. Yes, you can. Here's why. You can you can overcompensate in one part of the computation and still get a result. So you have you have different keys, right? And keys unlock doors. So you may have a portion of the computation down pat and still be able to get a result of some sort. But what we teach is we're going to show you the multiple keys prayers have a higher probability of coming to fruition because you have more information, and information matters. It matters. The more information you have, the more adequate you will be at whatever it is you are doing, right? So, um, you know, that's pretty much it in a nutshell, Bear. We 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 utilize the two, right? We we bring the kingdom of God or the quantum field into the scope of man's awareness to let them know, listen, you are connected to this thing. It's never a time where you're not connected to this field, right? And then we teach them, listen, don't worry about the how because there's so many different possibilities in the how that you will never logically always be able to come to a conclusion about how the prayer is going to get answered, right? So if you guys remember the scene in, in the Avengers, the Endgame, where Doctor Strange, they were trying to figure out a way how they were going to defeat Thanos, right? And Doctor Strange had to go into this meditative state, and he went through 14 million different scenarios only for one to be the one that would work. So they were trying mm -hmm. to show you something through this cinema, through this sci-fi, whether they are conscientious of not of the principles or not, it doesn't really matter. 
even though I think that they are, because in the movie, the whole, the whole principle behind it was they had to go into the quantum realm in order to get it done. So somebody that's writing understands the principles and the phenomena of the subject matter that I'm talking about tonight. But once you understand that, you start to, you start to have less concern about the how, and you learn that you must go to the end. So remember, so remember in, the New, in the Old Testament, they said Abraham was glad because he saw the end, right? He saw the end of what it would be even in his age at the time where, you know, he's the beginning. Abraham is basically the, the, the father of, quote, unquote, the nation. And, and I'm not saying it in a literal sense, people. I'm not saying it in a literal sense. I'm giving you the allegory of what these characters actually represent. Abraham's a state. So they were trying to get you to see, look, all you got to do is see the end and be glad. Because because. Uh, all of these different phases that that might have to happen, you'll never be able to logically put it together how it's gonna happen. Your 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 conscious mind doesn't have all of that computing power. The subconscious mind does though. And that's why you have to use her her because the subconscious mind is a feminine uh its expression is feminine. It's passive. It absorbs. It takes in. And it's always looking for directive from the conscious mind, which is the masculine portion. So all of us, whether you're a man or a woman, both have masculine and feminine characteristics of mind as far as the process is concerned. Doesn't mean that you're a man and you're a woman or you're a woman and you're a man, but the process and the fundamentals of how it works represents the outgoing nature, masculine principle, the incoming passive nature, feminine. That's how your mind works. So when they were trying to tell you in Scripture about marriage, and then Paul tells you it's really a mystery in Christ, he says that about marriage. People, but they, you know, they don't understand that. What is he talking about? What does he mean marriage is really a mystery in Christ? He was saying it for those who understand it is a mystery in how consciousness actually works. So, so you're saying that that conscious you got subconscious and conscious. One is masculine and one is feminine. Correct. And in like, their oh, like you got the two lobes on your brain. One side is because you know how they say one side of your body is masculine and the other side is feminine. Yes. Yeah. So where where is the the you know how when you get you you get confused you know how if they if they working in harmony then I could see it really working but what about if one energy is not connecting with the other energy? Well, that just means that you're not you're you're not focusing correctly, right? Okay. Because mm-hmm. because because it, it can only the the fashion in which I'm talking about, as far as your psychology is concerned, it's not an external thing where you're dealing with people or person. That means it's a disturbance in your own psychology within yourself. If your if you if your conscious mind and your own subconscious mind is having a problem mm-hmm. with something, then that means that's a that's an internal issue, right? Right. That's and something that's, going on yeah, inside that's that of conversation. You. Right, like that, you could have that conversation going on inside of your head. 
you know, how you can go in one direction and then you could talk yourself out of it or you could let that fear and things start to, like, kick in. Absolutely, which means you have to get into some type of discipline or practice like we got in the membership, the blue light switch, showing people how to cut the chatter off when when it becomes unproductive, mm-hmm. right? These type of things mm-hmm. where, you know, or coming up with keywords or phrases. And we had a, a workshop years ago called DAPA. You're the director, the author, the producer, and the actor in your own movie. And people asked this very same question over seven, eight years ago. It remains to be the same today. You have to give yourself commands. Right, because remember, if it's a computation, it's just like a computer. When you sit down at your, at your computer, it's Control Alt Delete. There's there are certain buttons that you push that elucidate commands, right? So when you find yourself, and this is the thing you have to be you have to be at the forefront in your mind. You have to be conscientious enough to recognize I'm going down the wrong pathway. This is not the way to the house, right? This is this is not the way to the goal. I'm moving in a different direction. You have to be conscientious enough to know when you're moving away or going down a pathway that doesn't resemble what it is that you say that you are focused on at that particular time. And at that time, you need to become the what? The director. Because what does the director do on the set when somebody ad-lib or go off, off course? The director says, cut. Mm-hmm. Take five. Take ten. Take whatever you need to take. And then come back and prepare yourself and get focused because this is where you need to be. This is where you need to go. And these are the actual lines that you need to repeat. So just little things like that will help you along your path. And it's an exercise in practice. You're not going to be great at it the first couple times you do it. But over time, if anything repetitive becomes a skill. And you just get really good at it. You know, that's, that's why in Scripture, one of the main things when it comes to quote-unquote prayer if you read these verses and you're really in, in, inhaling what, what's being communicated, what do they say? They, they said that the, the, they call, it's a whole parable called the persistent widow. <laughs> Same judge I mentioned in that parable with Christ. She had to keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back. Right? When, when God told Elijah some rain was going to come, and he had his student, one of his pupils there, and he told him what? He said, man, go look to see if you see any sign of any rain coming. And the pupil went and looked once, and he came back and said, man, I don't see none. Then he went back a second time and said, man, I don't see none. And he said, man, you tripping, Elijah. You tripping. Ain't no rain. Right? And then he said he went back a seventh time, and he saw a small rain cloud starting to emerge. And that's when they knew that the quote-unquote prophecy was about to be fulfilled. But they made a point of emphasis within the story, within the allegory, to tell you you're going to have to keep going back to the well. It's not just a one-time thing. And I think sometimes people in today's spiritual community, they think that this thing is a microwave thing because everybody's talking about it. They're making it look very, very easy, very, very simple. No, 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 no. It's a methodology to this thing. It really is. And so you you know you just have to you have to stay the course and 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 realize that this is part of the process and actually how it works. Yep, makes sense. Yep, 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 yep. And it ain't far fetched, right? And so when 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 the prime minister 
um, was talking about, you know, to go back to the wave idea. Like, we all got to remember that, let's just say, thoughts are synonymous with a wave. But it's very interesting because when you go to the hospital and they hook you up to an EKG machine and things of that nature, even check your pulse, right? You got brain waves and you got the electrical pulse through your heart, which is a form of a wave. And so let's just say faults exist in the realm of invisible waves. Now, when you start observing, when you start watching, right, that vision board that we like to have, right, or that, that, that favorite car of yours somehow keeps popping up in the sense, right, what happens is the invisible wave, the fault, condenses into a physical particle. And we've all had this experience where I was just thinking about you and you called me, or I just thought about that and I seen it, right? And what's happening is somebody on the receiving end, and sometimes unbeknownst to them, they're going to call you out the blue because it's an energy thing. And let's just use that one as an example because it's easy to relate to. All of a sudden, that thought in their head, oh, you know what? Let me call Beth, right? So where did that come from? And so now the thought is materializing in that sense, right? So it's not hard to see that. And then the other aspect what he was building on is today in, I'm going to say, so-called consciousness, we like to call the Simpsons predictive programming. So when the Simpsons run an episode to show the magic dude getting mauled by a white tiger, and then years later, dude get mauled by a white tiger, this is the question that you have to pose. What if it's not some type of plan? What if it's just really ironic because The Simpsons last I checked was the most viewed series ever, right? So what if it is the observers who are watching a fictional reality that somehow, some way, the physical event mirrors what everybody was watching, and watch this, and what everybody was laughing at because these observers interjected a positive emotion inside of that fictional reality. I'll give you a real-life case study on this, and y'all can look this up. We all know on 9-11-2001, the towers came down. And we all know that we pretty much have the culprits who say we can say is responsible for it. It appears to be Muslims from the Middle East, right? All right. Well, every year since 2001, they shoot a memorial. They make a memorial from the Twin Towers and put them two light beams and shoot them off into the ethers, into the sky, to make it look like, you know, these two buildings were right here at this spot. Very dangerous. Because on the memorial, people are going to come and what? Cry and interject a negative emotion into this space called 9-11 or September the 11th, okay? And so they do this for 14 years. 
and on 9-11-2015, y'all can go look at this, look at this up, Crane and Mecca, the place where the Muslims pray, a Crane and Mecca fell via a wind, and that's very interesting because wind has always been synonymous with spirit. So a wind knocks down this crane on September the 11th, 2015, killing 111 people. And when you look at the history of crane accidents, it'll tell you that until this day, the deadliest crane accident to ever occur was in 2008 in New York City. Wait a minute. Isn't New York City the place where the towers came down? Isn't New York City the place where people come on 9-11 and interject a negative emotion? See, when you start understanding planetary phenomenon known as Saturn, if I'm telling you on 9-11, Saturn was at 12 o'clock on your wall clock. Imagine that wall clock. Saturn's at 12 o'clock. Well, 14 years later, Saturn will be at 6 o'clock. And if you're at 6 o'clock straight across from you, it's 12 o'clock. This is called opposition, or really a conjunction, a straight line of space. So the first time the planet Saturn, which represents physicality, materialization, crystallization, form, karma even, right? This planet rules it. The first time that it gets a chance to be in the same line of space where it was, 6 o'clock to 12 o'clock, or the first time it's allowed to see itself, in a sense, in the mirror, 14 years ago, I was at 12 o'clock. I can see this event crystallizes, materializes, and kills 111 people on 9-11, taking the record from the original place of incident called New York City. Ladies and gentlemen, what if there's another phenomenon that is occurring outside of gatekeepers, Illuminati doing this and doing that type of stuff? What if there's another phenomenon is the question? And when you find out that it is, this is where the fun starts to begin because then it's like, oh, okay. They always say it. Can't believe in vision boards, but then turn around and observe negative things. And that's not we. And we're not naive. We're not saying racism don't exist. We're not saying, you know, people doing stuff don't. We're not saying that. We're saying what we're really saying is. When you put too much energy on that and you start viewing that and sharing that with people, mm-hmm. you're actually co-creating a future event to happen based off of mm-hmm. observing it, if you're really paying attention to what we're saying. So just because you got some stuff on the vision board that you want to go to Turks and Caicos and you want the bins and you want X, Y, Z, the law of observation don't change because you're watching some stuff on the news. The law of observation don't change because it's 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 the you know the the boogeyman doing X Y Z. 
No, that's what you observe. That's what you want to see. Okay, bam, that becomes reality. You cannot walk around here, black folks, with the Egyptian all-seeing eye as if your eye ain't creating reality. Stop it. So we got to make a decision here on what is it that we wish observed, be able to show and prove, and do it as a collective to be able to create some type of collective phenomenon. So is that what they mean when they in the Bible when they say when two or more come together? Yes, absolutely. Mm. And 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 that got some limits to it because it can go back to like you mentioned earlier. What if the lobes in our brain? Yeah, the right side is considered feminine, more artistic, more pictorial. The left side, masculine, mm-hmm. more logical, mathematical, planning, strategy. Then the conscious mm-hmm. mind overall. Like you said, hey, okay, that's more of the masculine, subconscious, more of the feminine. These dynamics are interwoven within us, but to answer your question, absolutely correct. And that's on a physical plane, us collectively getting together to a more agreement, or your conscious mind and subconscious mind in agreement within yourself. And, and, and to add, real quick, before we're going to the past like regression, when he said, you know, we have to make up our minds, and it doesn't matter if you're looking at this or that. It's still going to work, whether good or bad. I got two verses that exemplify this. One, God is no respecter of persons. That's first. It, it don't matter who you are or what you think you are made of. Whatever you are filtering in through your consciousness, you are going to get out whatever you put in. That's one. The, the other, the other is one of my favorites in the book of Deuteronomy. It says, "I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. I, the Lord, do all these things, and none can deliver out of my hands." Keyword and emphasis on none. What do they mean? The Lord is what? That's your consciousness. So you can either kill, i.e. bad stuff, or make alive, i.e. good stuff. You can either wound, i.e. bad stuff, or heal, i.e. good stuff. See? But no matter what it is you do, or no matter how you choose to work this law of mind, however you work it, whenever you work it, and whatever you're working it on, when you put it into motion, there is nothing that can stop it. <laughs> boy, oh boy. And so, and so that's why people use propaganda because they they putting it out there. They they creating it. Just like you can yeah. create good, you can create the the, the bad part of it too. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. 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 With 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 spirit is asking like somebody got a question in their head in a sense. Well, can we create our own propaganda in despite of what happened? Yes, we do it all the time. Especially listen, gas prices could be up and they tell you this is going to be the worst summer. And then what you have is black folks 
I start coming, hey, y'all better stock up on y'all canned goods. This is going to be the worst fall ever recorded. And gas prices is going to go astronomically off the roof. So you can do something as simple as create a flyer and say gas prices went down and make it look like it came from the news, right, like a news agency reported it. Gas prices hit an mm-hmm. all-time low and push publish and put that on your platform. And next thing you know, gas prices start to go down. Yeah, that can happen. But see, remember, ladies and gentlemen, if it is a battle of principality in high places, then this is all about thoughts. So who's going to project what thoughts? Who's going to be the most consistent to ultimately prove who's going to win the day? So you absolutely can create what Donald Trump called what people fake news. And if you look at Trump when he used to run, I'm smoking Hillary in the polls. He was lying. That's what it seemed like. He was not winning in the polls. But if you understand and if you understand his work, Think Like a Champion, which is one of his audio books, and you understand that no matter what, he sees himself as victorious, the next thing you know, reality can start to bend and did start to bend when he beat Hillary when he was clearly losing to her, so it was seen, and he ended up walking away the victor in that one. This stuff and is boy, very real. And boy, and boy, after he pulled that magic trick, they 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 cut up the propaganda machine times 100. Listen, right. Because they knew they yeah. knew at that point that they were dealing with a wizard. That's right. Yeah. It stopped. Yeah. It didn't stop. Every single day, including Sundays, for four years straight, even more than that, for real, for real, four years straight, they went at him. Understood mm-hmm. that he was using the law of mentalism. Yeah. By his by his law father's. Of There you go. By his father's pastor, Norman Van Pale, who wrote the book, The Power of Positive Thinking, where he put those same strategies in the book. That's true. Yep. I read the book. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And aren't we aren't we uh, electric, electric well, how do I say electrical and magnetic? And yeah, so, like our electric. brains is working on that electrical electrical vibration, and our heart, and it makes sense. And our heart is the magnet, the magnetism. Yeah, yeah. So I get what like, yeah, I mean, all electricity produces magnetism, and so the heart is the mm-hmm. electrical generator. So in this particular mm-hmm. case, technically the heart is literally since it's the electricity. Listen, when you're unconscious, I tell people all the time, and you ain't got no heartbeat, what, what the ambulance going to do to you? They're going to put the shock paddles on you, <laughs> right? Because they're going to mm-hmm. hit something called the mm-hmm. SA node, the side node inside of your heart to get it to generate electricity again. So technically the heart is the electrical generator. And then the brain receives information through something called a pulse. The pulse is nothing more than a vibratory wave, but a vibratory wave has 
consciousness. It has information inside of it, like a sound wave giving you direction, music, telling you what the play is and stuff like that. And so now the brain is now the one that's receiving. So the brain becomes the one that's magnetic. But watch this. If we consciously start to breathe slower and deeper and more relaxed and close our eyes and just relax, our heartbeat starts to slow down. So that means the heart just receives information from the brain and the brain becomes, and the heart becomes the receiver. So these energies of electromagnetism is something that's interchangeable within each and one of us. We're not totally yin and we're not totally yang, although we may be predominantly one, but it's always a mixture of the opposite within. And it also works with other where you could connect with another person too. You know how some people have a very strong connection and others is not that strong, the frequency or the connection is not really strong. And we, some we got people case study. Is just, wow. Mm-hmm. There's case study on that. You got case study, tons of case study and data on that. You know, the brain waves literally going off as if somebody's touching your hand. If you imagine somebody touching your hand and, and, and the other person can be miles away or in the other mm-hmm. room and they got a brain fissure on them, there's, their brain starts to compute somebody's touching you. And, again, it goes back to that synchronicity I talked about earlier where you think about a person long enough. If you in tune, like, that person to pop up, like, this, this stuff is real like that, for sure. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah, now yeah. tell us about the, the past life regression. What's that about? All right. So did you mention, you know, our individual soul's journey? With, with, you know what I'm saying? Um, I like to preface this work with, one, we got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, we're here now. What makes you think you wasn't here before? and you won't be back again because you're here now. That's one. Two, when you go to sleep tonight and have a dream, it's a good chance you don't even know what you're going to experience. So there's a part of you that's having experiences that you're not even aware of. You don't know what's going to happen. And when you pay attention to that dream world, very interesting because space and time seems to morph into one. One minute, you at the game, the next minute you at the mall, and you didn't travel 30 minutes in the dream to get there. It just morphs into it. This is a real phenomenon that we experience every single night for those of us that's a little conscientious of uh, dreams, right? So there's something more to meet the eye when it comes to our experiences. Now, I'll give you two references here because you're going to have to wrestle with what's on the record book. One's my favorite. Dr. Brian Weiss, psychiatrist who was given, had a client, and as this client was in a relaxed state, he may call it uh, hypnosis, was in a, uh, a relaxed state, this client was able to tell him things that she could not possibly have known about his personal mm-hmm. life, such as yeah. your son recently died. And his name is such and such. 
she he had nothing of such in his office to, for her to be, to notice. And he noticed there was something going on here and whatnot. Um, and then as he started progressing in the work, people started having uh, people who had certain ailments, right? Say you had a person had an issue, some type of, you know, cancer on their arm. But when they was in a relaxed state and was able to truly access the subconscious mind, they was able to see that perhaps they were a Native American and got stabbed in the arm. Now, here's the beauty about it. Upon the waking state of seeing that, the cancer started to go away and totally disappeared. Now, there's a lady on YouTube who Wayne Dyer made famous. Salute to Wayne Dyer. Rest in peace. Her name is Anita Moore. This lady had tumors all over her body the size of grapefruits and bigger and was told, her family was told, hey, wrap it up because tonight she's going to die. And she was in a suspended state because she's not physically alive. She's in a coma. But you got to ask yourself, well, shit, consciousness clearly just don't reside in the body, duh. When you're alive, it leaves. You know, when you're dead, it leaves, right? So she's in a coma state, and she had an experience in a coma state, which I'll save that for the sake of time, but y'all can go look into it. And how about when she came out of that coma, her tumors disappeared, and she's totally tumor cancer free and was on life support, coma state, given 24 hours to live. This is real stuff. Her name is Anita Moore Johnny, okay? My last source I'm going to give you before I get into it is at the, at the University of Virginia, they created a program called DOPS, Division of Perceptual Studies, in 1967. It's still running to this day, founded by Dr. Ein. Stevenson, who started studying past life regressions and birthmarks being a fatal wound mark in how you died in a previous incarnation. This is a whole university that's studying this, the University of Virginia. Okay, I gave you doctor sources. In fact, with Dr. Brian Weiss, you can go read one of my favorite books is the big blue book. The um um the subtitle is The Healing Power of Past Life Memories. And I forget the main title, but you can type him in Dr. Brian Weiss. And this is nothing but people telling their stories. Now I like to go to the healing aspect of things because this is very interesting. Now I learned the technique from Dr. Brian Weiss. I call it advanced relaxation technique. Close your eyes, relax, imagine light, walk you down, relax you. I had a client there in 2013, older sister, <laughs> and she had asthma all of her life. Her asthma was so bad that she couldn't even be around barbecue smoke or light incense in a house. 
because her asthma would be flared up from smoke. So I have her in this relax in this relaxation um, technique, and she was able to see herself as a man smoking profusely cigarettes, real bad smoking. And she noticed, and she was in the army too. And she noticed that her superior officer was raping this civilian woman. And she did nothing about it, right? And we go to what's called the death scene. And she was in the hospital and died from lung cancer. But this lifetime she had asthma. Something else was very interesting inside of this story, that woman who she saw being sexually abused was very similar to this woman. And she was in Germany when she saw this, to this woman who she had as a boss, her supervisor. And her and they gave her said her supervisor was this mean little ass lady. And they gave the lady a nickname, Little Hitler. And I said, who gave her that name? She said, you know what? I gave her that name. And everybody started calling her that. And she said, but what's interesting is she will always be nice to me for some reason. And I said, yeah, because she doesn't hold you responsible for a previous, you know, that previous issue and whatnot. Now, here's the kicker. This sister had what I call severe wound trauma. Hear me closely, people. Again, I give you the words, Dr. Brian Weiss. You can go read this stuff and hear people's testimonials themselves because you got to get into this place of forgiveness and not holding on to shit. Use my French because that is a guaranteed prescription for reincarnation to get you to work out your lessons. Listen, I say it all the time. Consciousness inside of us is trying to figure things out, and it studies us. We tell the brain, ah, I'm scared of spider, and scream and run. So then the amygdala goes off and says, oh, fear. Hippocampus says, got it, stored in the memory, negative. Spider, run, got you. This is how we survive. Telling your brain how to classify information based on your perception response to things. You have to understand that. Okay, and so <clears throat> with the um, so she had what I call severe wound trauma. Her first sexual experience as a teenager, she was raped and impregnated, but she had to get an abortion. Well, didn't have to, but she she was forced to get an abortion. In a sense. As a grown woman, she's leaving a nightclub. She gets raped in the parking lot in the car, gets pregnant, had to get rid of that baby. Mm. Gets pregnant, had a miscarriage. Gets pregnant, understand that shit, they have to do a special thing where they kind of stitch up uh, maybe the uterine wall or something to try to make it go, go full turn. Miscarried again. Mm-hmm. Get pregnant, had a baby, named the baby Angel. Drop the baby off at the babysitter, the baby dies. Wow. 
But within, and then look at the nature, name the baby an angel. Angel is something usually that's on the other side. It's not necessarily visible, per se, mm-hmm. right? And so when we look and we see that she's carrying in this energy of guilt from not interfering. She saw this with her own eyes from not interfering. I said, hey, that lady, that lady liked you. That lady was cool with you because she don't hold that against you. You got to release that. Well, not only did she work on releasing that, to this day, she's never had an asthma attack ever again. And it's been since 2013. It's been 10 years. She noticed this while she was walking down the street behind somebody who was smoking, and it didn't trigger her. And then she purposely started putting herself around smoke like incense, and she has not had an asthma attack to this day. Now, what I love about this form of healing, to me, this is this is the, this is the quantum aspect of it. There's no, and I'm not knocking none of this. There's no medicine. There's no herb. There's no visualization. There is simply you coming to the observation. Now, here's the thing. When you go into different planes, the laws of nature start to change, such as if we're on Earth, there's a thing called gravity. But when you get past the gravitational pull, your ass start to float, right? And so the laws <laughs> change as you ascend. You see in the mathematics. Negatives can be a positive, but then when you do it this way or times it, it's going to be a negative. You know, like you, the laws start to change, right? So in this particular case, observation destroys the negative thing or the negative programming that is running inside of the subconscious mind, i.e. the soul's memory. And this is a very, very real phenomenon. Again, so real that the University of Virginia has created a whole department. Again, Division of Perceptual Studies. You talk what you want to talk about, like, you know, this, this dude, but you better understand that there's some science that is on to some stuff that we need to quickly grasp and get into and start to free ourselves up because. This stuff, when you when you start to look at it, even the love dynamics and relationships can be there, meaning the person who you're in a relationship with now or could have been in a relationship in the past, but that relationship could have been a bad relationship, and hence it's a bad relationship now, and it has this, it has this tension of karma that's attached to it to a degree, more of the negative ones. In other words, let's give an example like, you know, um, they, 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 you, you used to beat them, so now they beat you. Like this, like this stuff like this happened. Or your little badass kid is bad now because there was a mis, uh, abuse of power from a previous incarnation. So when you start reading this stuff and you start seeing this, you'd be like, oh, this is, I want to say crazy, but it's crazy, but crazy in a good way as far as like, this is the level that we really need to get to because, again, again, like, there's people who no longer have disease. Their healing has came through instantaneously. 
just by successfully engaging her, who is her, what the minister, minister you talked about earlier, the subconscious mind. It's very interesting. In the Nation of Islam, they had a group, they had a series of lessons called Supreme Wisdom. And there's something in there, I'm going to paraphrase, talking about speaking in the perfect language for she knows all about you. Who is he talking, what are they talking about? Especially in the 1930s, ain't she in the Nation of Islam? Who the hell is she? Ain't no woman teacher teaching nothing in the Nation of Islam in the 1930s. Who is she? Talking about your subconscious mind and whatnot. And so what we like to do and what I'm doing is really gearing up for private one-on-ones where it's a weekend um, that's spent because it's the other thing I want to get into and show y'all uh, dealing with this energy work. But, you know, gearing up for one-on-ones. And I can do this over the phone. I, man, listen, I, I, I mm-hmm. can help people overcome stuff over the phone doing this. Right. Literally. Because energy has no, no barrier. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And 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 even with like case in point, I'll show you I'll give you an example with um with my man Jess. Jess is in our membership. And uh, he learned the technique too. And um he saw a woman stabbing him in the stomach. I said, Jess, where your birthmark at? No, before I ask him that, in this lifetime Justin had a hernia in this region. You know, on his physical body in this region of the stomach, right? I said, Just where your where your where your birthmark at? He said, Yo, it's right here in this same spot. I said, See. And this is documented. It is even said that tribes in Africa will look at your birthmark and be like, Oh no, 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 you belong over there. <laughs> you ain't over here, bro. You ain't supposed to be here. You're okay. over there. Just by looking at the birthmark alone. And so you can't really think about that. Why the hell do we have a birthmark? Like, why is that, like, darker or lighter for some reason? Like, what is that? Right. And that's the thing. Like, it don't appear in the same spot, so it's not necessarily uh, a fixed thing that comes through birth. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, it, it can be in different places. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. these studied as critical injury points. And we got to really understand this, man, because the body is pure consciousness, and it holds this information. And what starts to happen is some of this information starts to come to the surface a little bit, but but it, it comes to the surface unbeknownst to us, and then we're starting to engage in certain behavioral patterns, not knowing that there's some healing that needs to be done that's playing out from what's really running in the background of your soul's memory and whatnot. And so, you know, just a little food for thought as we introduce that. But, you know, we got real-life experiences of really helping people tap into that and seeing that and releasing that. You know, I've had people in these sessions where, you know, they can better understand their relationship with their parents and they're just crying. I mean, just profusely crying and releasing that energy because we got so much stuff in this physical life right here and so much stuff in the past that we got pent up that we don't even know is playing a role in some of our um, issues and whatnot. So just a little food for thought. Mm-hmm. 
And so you know how they say if you can visualize, it happens. So, but you know, some people like you say they can visualize something and it just doesn't happen. So it is more to it than just visualizing. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Absolutely, because see, this one here. So th- this is what this is why me and Jude love working together in the blend is so perfect. Because see, if he go brain, I'm a purposely go heart. Right. If he goes visualization, I'm a purposely go meditation. Right. These are two different things in this. Right. The, the the masculine and the feminine. So it's a it's a it's a perfect blend in that sense. Right. And so on this particular, when you're dealing with this level of it, it says, hey, 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 hey. You're not visualizing anything. You're not projecting something. There's visualization to get you to relax. But once I take you down the windy stairs and you go through that doorway and you look down at your feet, you're going to be, hey, that's on you at that point. Everything is just just going to start to flow. So now what's happening is from more of a relaxed meditative state with a small pinch of the visualization in there to balance it out, the things that's coming up to the surface is coming from within and it's not somebody telling you which you was. This ain't no reading and telling you you were the high priest of Atlantis and Lumeria. This ain't that. This is you accessing your own subconscious to allow what's there to come up. So once it comes up, it deletes itself from within. And, and, and also, no, I can't. Uh, I'm sorry, mm-hmm, Go ahead. I want to no, I was just too. saying. Oh, oh, oh. Go, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll go go ahead, babe. I, 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 I can, I can go behind you. Go ahead. No, I was just want to know: can, can it go both ways, like the past regression, but also can it go forward and see the and go into what's coming ahead? Now, this is a this this this, this is a great question, and it, it actually gives a runway for what I was going to say. Okay. See, this is where understanding how we're made becomes very important in these dialogues, y'all. So what Ampo is saying is that, or, or, or what I think I'm taking from it is this. You're not projecting an image uh, of what it is that you may want to see happen in that sense as far as the visual component. But this is actually what's really happening, y'all. It is a vision. Mm-hmm. And, and and what's actually happening is this. It's the same structure in the brain responsible for both phenomena. Projected picture that you would like to see happen and the picture, the motion picture that comes up when you're in the regression state that's allowing you to see the movie running and it is the same structure that is responsible for both, called the hippocampus, specifically the one in the right hemisphere of the brain. Now, to answer your question, Bev, that structure, that structure, literally, I think his name is uh, A A A V Ross. I forget that's I forget the name of the study, but I think that's the the the, the doctor's name, where they showed. 
how this part, and I always show this in my slides whenever I do presentations. I show this because people need to see this and they need to be able to go back and read these studies. It shows us that that particular structure has the ability to do what, Jew? Go back into the past and also to have a sneak peek at what, of, of what's to come in the future. Now, they have studies, Bev. Listen to this carefully. Say, for instance, you've never been to California, L.A., a day in your life, right? And you're on the plane on the way to L.A. Do you know they have studies that show the hippocampus starts to project the geographic shape of L.A. before the plane touches down in your brain? <laughs> no, no, listen, listen. listen this is very, they, call, they call it uh, – Precognition, uh -huh. <clears throat> right? So, 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 so. Here's the thing. See, you know how they say we think we discovered something new because they, you know, they they split the atom and they found out some energy in the atom and blah, 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 and man think he found. Well, truth of the matter is that's always been there. We just hadn't caught up to the place in the phase to actually try to do it, right? So the same rules apply in any area of life. Maybe because we haven't been intellectually curious enough, maybe all we have focused on in this particular field, like the Weisses and the other doctors, is focusing on the past because that would seem to be more logical and maybe the cutting edge uh, 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 innovation hasn't yet got to the point to say, well, wait a minute. If we had a past life, is it possible that we already had a future one? Now, listen. Oh. Listen. <laughs> listen. When you look, when they, I, I be watching these documentaries on quantum physics all the time. They'll tell you, they always use a, a loaf of bread as an example of it. And they'll say, depending upon where the person cuts the loaf on the bread, you could be standing in the year 2023 and be looking at the year 3023 predicated upon the angle in which you are standing when the slice of bread was cut. These are laws in physics. Light, and this is important, light is not restricted. And you just said it. You said, listen, consciousness is not restricted to a barrier, Right? Light is not restricted to just the present moment. They show you in these studies that light on a quantum level has the ability to be in the past and the future and the present at the same time, Beverly. And audience? Yes. Do, do y'all understand what that means? Right? And so... We have yet to move to that phase where it's like, all right, is that even possible? Is it is it is it is it plausible? But see, our brains give evidence and leeway to this. When we see things that's impossible, like you know when you watch the scary movies and the and the and the, and the Frankenstein's head is spinning around in the three sixty on the body 
on a cartoon or whatever you're watching on a horror movie, and it's like, oh, my God, this is crazy. We, we, in our mind, we say this is impossible. We know that the head can't do a 360 all the way around. You know your brain process that processes that as a reality, though? So that should tell you something about what's possible. We, we have no limits on how our brains processes possibility. But what it does take is for to have the curiosity and consciousness to even ask the question. Because a lot of times the, the answer is not present until somebody is brave enough to ask the question. Mm-hmm. Why? Because in Scripture, the word question is literally a measurement. Oh, man, don't get me started. But I just I just wanted to say that to add some more context to the, to the narrative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, y'all giving out some good information. And um, I want to say that the number here is 323-642-1586. Push the number one if you have a question or a comment. Now, would you also say that we are what we consider time machines? Oh, shit. That's clear. <laughs> okay. That's clear. Absolutely. Okay. It's, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I do... I do have uh, the hand raised here. So, so let's see, 706-749. Do you have a question or a comment? Good evening, Sister Beth. Good evening. This is, this is Kwame Sunworth. I'm calling you from my, from my landline, so this is why you oh, didn't okay. know that. You sound, you sound different. You sound different, too. Okay, Kwame. All right. All right, and good evening to your guests. And, you know, I kind of got your uh, text and chimed mm-hmm. in, and he was talking about the, the hypothalamus and, and the right brain and the impossible being possible because the word in itself says, I'm possible. I am. I'm possible. So there's no limit to who, who we can be once we understand that we're all and nothing, because within nothing is all things. The part that we're beginning to understand is is where we are located on this planet, which is the earth. And the earth is in itself has the word heart, has the word hear, has the word ear, has the word art, has the word tear. All of those words are in the word earth. And how we hear with the ear What's being transmitted from our heart shows us how the art of living is in order that we drop the waters of life called tears from from our eyes. And it could be joy, tears of joy, tears of sadness. But the part is, is that that is the water in which we come from, because that's the memory and consciousness that we carry as 70 percent water. And the other part is, is that I'm grateful to hear, you know, brothers speaking this because as an elder, these things have been taught and now they're being transmitted because as we move in our evolution, moving from a carbon base to a silica base, from a homo sapien to a homo spiritus, we're reactivating the cosmic consciousness 
of the divine self. And this is why they're having such a time trying to create a artificial intelligence to match the what they call the worldwide web to what is really here on the planet is the worldwide web. This web was here millions of years before the human being even existed. And what we're reconnecting to is that in our native way, we say all our relations is because we are related to everything above us and everything on the planet and within the planet. We're all in that oneness, past, present, and future. He said it, past, present, and future is all now. And when we understand our now, the word now spells one backwards. And we have to understand how to win our existence as being a cosmic citizen and realizing that cosmic citizenship allows you to find the UNI, the universe. The universe is within you. Everything, when he says, everything in the universe is within you when will you learn to use yourself. And these are the times in which we're in and allowing ourselves to reconnect because when he said about the question, the first part of the word is the quest. The quest is to know and everything you need to know is already born within you when you're conceived with the egg and the sperm. <clears throat> that is your universe. And the thing is, you just grow a vessel to hold that spirit in a human form to be able to do what Carl Sagan says is we, we're just stardust formed a body so we can look up and see ourselves because we are all of that that we see above in the night sky is the universe and the Milky Way is that's what feeds the earth is the milk the breast milk of the of our galaxy feeds this earth and it feeds us as children that's why they put you in urban areas to ban you from your mother so you don't get nurtured by her but that's why they created the the, the definition of nature deficit disorder once you disconnect the human from nature, you've disconnected him from his mother. So I'm grateful that they're sharing this, and I'll listen. Thanks, Bev. All right. Thanks for coming. I appreciate your wisdom. I had to go look that up, nature deficit disorder. I'd never heard of that. Um, <laughs> that's very man, and right on time, so I definitely appreciate your wisdom because I've been doing this, you know, this inner work known as inner alchemy, Um you know, we got we invested in some aura chakra technology that deals with showing you the individual energy within yourself and how to raise that light because we're all light. How to raise that light vibration up? And for years, again, ten year span, I can show you what we was doing this in 2013, where we have you know put our hand on this machine and we can gauge these what's called these seven chakras, which is you know your endocrine system. But we you know we show you how each chakra would score and show you a technique through inner alchemy and doing Qigong work um, and get back on that machine and show you where your scores on each chakra is from zero through 100 now dramatically increases and you now have what's called a passing score. So the stuff that me and Minister Judy talking about, like, again, this ain't on the hyperbole philosophy aspect. It is physical science that has been measured from other people and ourselves with our own testimonials with what we call clients, supporters, network members, and whatnot, and showing you guys how we can literally ascend and what we would call manifest as well. So, But, again, but I appreciate that, man, that nature deficit disorder, because 
I'm big on the cosmic thing is my thing. You know what I mean? Like, so anything dealing with energy, cosmos, male, female, fire, water, earth, the balancing energy, yin, yang, all that, man, I love that. I eat that up. You know what I mean? But there's a way we can quantify that, y'all, and, we, you know, we'd be releasing that pretty soon as far as being able to, um, you know, get you guys to come out to where we at and so we can, you know, show you this. Because you physically have to be here for this one. You guys, you got to put your hand on the technology okay. box to be able to get. And, again, and, and see, that's the thing. Like, I bet you you probably can't go nowhere in your city. And, and for one, metaphysical bookstores are, are kind of rare in itself. Even stores like sell gems, you know, your, your amethyst and stuff like that. It's not a whole lot of them in the city anyway. But call them and ask them, do they have an aura chakra machine where you can get on to see your aura and chakra? And I bet you they don't. So the places that do is like Sedona, Arizona, because it's a spiritual vortex, and that's where people got to go to get this. We invested in this stuff already so we can literally show you that you are the Christ, meaning you are the light of the world. And this is all we got to do is activate this principle right here, and let's go out and create. So. Have you ever read I have Walter? another hand. Uh, go ahead, Tommy, before I open the other line. Go ahead. Just two quick questions. One, where are you in Cali? Um, no, sir. And so we, I'm in Ohio. I'm a partner in, in Chicago area and whatnot. But we've been out there where we did a trip to Mount Shasta in, in California. But no, no, sir, not in Cali. Uh, I, the reason I was asking because you're talking about the books and the, and the store. Manly P. Hall's University is there. You know where the Hollywood sign is that you see on television. Mm-hmm. It's right up there on that hill. It's specifically put there specifically because of the energy of that vortex. And also, Mm -hmm. it's in front of, I mean, uh, just like Atlas Planetarium, there's a planetarium right there where the Hollywood sign is. All of that is specific because that's overlooking the whole city of L.A. It's designed specifically because that's part of the vortex there. Just like you said, Sedona. Sedona is is because of the the Bell's Rock, Cathedral Rock, all of those vortexes now has been overrun by the New Agers, and it's kind of shut that energy because they've overpopulated and overdug and kind of blocked that energy. Ohio is where my people, Lena, we Nila, I am Shawnee. And our nation are the keepers of the Serpent Mound there in Ohio. And there are two great lakes is the vortex that uh, is in Jackson Park that a lot of people don't know about. But I'll let the other caller come in. Thanks, Beth. Okay, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. we're definitely familiar Uh, with the Serpent. You know, we walked the Serpent in the equinox of 2011. Y'all can look this up. We do the Equinox trips March 21st, 22nd, 2011. And a couple of days later, around the 24th, 25th, an Egyptian cobra came up missing out the Bronx Zoo. Now, at that time, it wasn't our intention to, you know, a snake disappear, but I had to ask the question, did we make the serpent, and it was an Egyptian cobra, not an Indian cobra, did we make the serpent disappear from the Bronx Zoo by literally going to Serpent Mound in Ohio to do the spiritual work. 
and that was one of the first. It was it was literally the first trip we ever put together. March Equinox 2011, when we start gathering on the Equinox and Solstice points, and that was the first thing that happened as a synchronicity. And then looking into that, we started doing some things on purpose to create phenomenon, which I won't get into. But and things started to happen. So, yeah, you're absolutely correct on that. You know for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to area code 901. Six two eight. Hey, how you doing, Miss Beverly? Uh, great, great. This resonant north. Uh, hey, how you doing, North? And this resonant north. And uh, big homie don't know, know exactly who I am. Uh, okay. I just <laughs> no, Mister Jewel. No, I just want to give out. You know what I'm saying? Give thanks to uh, brother and Pooh. Uh, part of my testimony. You know what I'm saying? How I know that. Uh, these petitions and everything work because now I was just facing a fed charge. I was facing, you know what I'm saying, 67 years in the feds for a gun. Mm. So when I reached okay. out, I reached out to Brother Ampu. I reached out to Brother Ampu first. And Brother Ampu told me, he said, well, I don't think you just, you know, I don't think you just need no, no, he's like, I don't need, I don't think you just need no native child doing what's going on. I'm going to introduce you to, you know, my right hand man. I'm going to introduce you to the minister Jew. I'm going to call him. So when I called him, that was doing around by the time I led you. So the petition that he gave me for my, you know what I'm for my outcome, he played out just the way it, it played out just how it was. You know what I'm saying? He gave me, you know what I'm saying? Acts, uh, chapter 16, verse 2025, and the whole courtroom, you know what I'm saying? Just to sum it all up, and the whole courtroom how the scripture went, the the violent earthquake it shook up the heart. So you know what I'm saying? Earthquake also just like the other uh, the other brother that was just on him, how he broke the word earth down. Also, you know what I'm saying, earthquake equivalates to the word, you know what I'm saying, heart quaking. So it's a heart shaking. So a heart also means, um, and the Hebrew word means labil. Labil means the inner mind, the inner self, the inner man, mind, thought. So it shook up the whole mental state, you know what I'm saying, the foundation, you know what I'm saying, of the federal court system, man. I'm on five years of papers, you know what I'm saying? I ain't get it. I ain't go in, man. And plus my visualization. So uh, my yeah. visualiz- mm-hmm. my visualization, you know what I'm saying, as me focusing on, you know what I'm saying, that my mother was telling me that, you know what I'm saying, I told you I wasn't going to do no federal time, and my, my lawyer shaking my hand and said, nice doing business with you. But even by the scripture, you know what I'm saying, there was uh, the petition that was given to me, it went just like that in the federal courtroom. When I walked out of there, my lawyer said, "No, that night doing business with you." And my mom, no, that first when I first stepped up out of it, she said, "I told you, you weren't finna do no federal time. I told you, you weren't going in there." And no, I'm saying I just wanted to give, no, I'm saying give proper and thanks to both of them brothers. You know, I'm saying especially for Apple. You know, I'm saying introducing introducing me to minute, uh, brother Mister Drew. I am a member. I'm a, no, I'm saying I'm also a firm member. You know, I'm saying with the uh, uh, with the Quantum Fingers. You know, I'm saying imagination guru. And um, I just wanted, you know what I'm saying, on this platform, Miss Beverly, you know what I'm saying, I do on this platform, I just wanted to be one of the ones that's on here that say that with these brothers, you know what I'm saying, with these brothers is showing up and talking about, I'm an extra receipt mm-hmm. to that. I'm a living, I'm a living witness in this year. This ain't no, no five years okay. ago, this, this, this year. Right now. You know, uh, it's happening now. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, that, yeah, it happened this year. And then, you know what I'm saying, plus okay. the science, and I was, I was thinking about what Brother Ampu had said. He said, and this year, you know what I'm saying, look at the triple sevens. 
so you know what I'm saying? My um my birthday is March the thirteenth, nineteen eighty nine. So that equals up to a seven. I just turned thirty four this mm. year. Three plus four, that's seven. I had to go to court. You know what I'm saying? For uh March the thirty first after my birthday. My birthday is March the thirteenth. So that was a seven. I had to go to court mm. um March the thirty first. You know what I'm saying? That was a reverse of my birthday, which is a seven. They sent me out to April the twelfth. That's a seven. So April the twelfth mm. with the most petition that the brother uh brother uh brother Jew gave me. It happened it happened just exactly the way it was you know what I'm saying. Also seven means God or also means completion. So, you know what I'm saying? In that completion, yeah. I'm here, you know what I'm saying, to you know what I'm saying, to give my testimony, you know what I'm saying, on your platform that with these brothers is speaking about the quantum physics and you know what I'm saying, how everything, you know what I'm saying, lines up that God is within. Don't don't fax me. So I I ain't mean to you know what I'm saying, take up no time. I just I just want no, to you know what I'm saying, speak my piece on it. We appreciate. We appreciate you oh, yes, telling your testimony. Yes, we definitely appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for that. Hey, uh, hey no problem. Hey, in Islam, we say Alhamdulillah in Islam, man. So uh, appreciate you. Alhamdulillah. Due to the most high, you know what I'm saying? And most importantly, thank you for listening to your inner self, your higher self, for reaching out to us, you know what I'm saying? And most importantly, having the discipline and the fortitude to follow that script, which, by the way, I already know what's going to happen when we get off this call. You're going to call me because he's been talking about scripts all day in the courtroom. So I'm going I'm to blow the horn. Y'all got some trouble? Y'all need something? I'm telling you right now, white, you, you got something for white Jesus going to help your ass out for real, for real. <laughs> what you said? What, hey, what you what you said? Hey, for uh, for uh, brother M. Pooh, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this. You know what I'm saying? I remember that you did the three uh three twenty two. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, three twenty two. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, with um, uh, uh, A. A. Rossi and uh the twin pillars. You know what I'm saying? The twin brothers. That's yeah. how I first got introduced, you know what I'm saying, to seeing uh y'all had did a y'all had did a lecture. That was years yeah. ago. Y'all had did yeah. that lecture. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying, yeah. you had to you had to fizz on that's when you was that's when you was younger, I could I, I seen the fire in you. I said I said, Oh yeah, that brother hard. And you know what I'm saying, you yeah. would break it down, you know what I'm saying, the Kabbalah, you know what I'm saying, and and, and you know what I'm saying in the Hebrew letters, you know what I'm saying, back then. So I already yeah. was already hip to you. But right. then you know what I'm right. saying, when I seen when I seen Mr. When I say big, you know what I'm saying? Both of y'all my big homies. Even though Mr. Jim called me big homie too, he called me big homie. But both of y'all right. my big homies. I, I so I rock with y'all too. But when I got into, when I seen two months and I seen the genuine in you, you know what I'm saying? I reached out to a lot on, you know, I ain't gonna even speak on that no But I reached out to a lot on, you know what I'm saying? It ain't, it, you know, want too much, you know what I'm saying? Really just flying like, you know what I'm saying? I, it, it ain't lining up. But also, when I seen you, I said, yeah, that brother got passion. I don't know where he from. I thought you was from Philly, to be honest right, with right. you. I thought you was from Philly, and Pooh, you know what I'm saying? I said, man, he coming like one of them, one of them, one of them hard bulls, you know what I'm saying? He coming like one of them Philly guys. But how you was rocking, you know what I'm saying? I always, you know, try, did my best to keep up with, you know what I'm saying, keep up with what you had going on. So for you right. to introduce me to, you know what I'm saying, your right-hand, you know what I'm saying, your right-hand partner, your right-hand man, you know what I'm saying, and then by me following that guideline, and following the guy, and what I love about brother, uh, brother Jew, 
he's like, man, look, I, he said, you sound like you a serious guy, you know what I'm saying, but you got to be focused. And you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that's the key, you know what I'm saying, the faith, because the word faith means, you know what I'm saying, confidence. So, you know what I'm saying, having confidence, you know what I'm saying, oh, ye who a little faith, you know, you had faith of a mustard seed. So a mustard seed is very small. So just having a little faith, you know what I'm saying, with the God conscious within, you know what I'm saying, the, the what's impossible make comes possible. Because people still looking at me now like, Man, they gave you five years. They gave you five years in the feds, man. You know what I'm saying? You you a ruffian, you know? Like you you one of them. You one of them guys. You show sure you ain't telling nobody. I said, yeah, man, yeah. I ain't telling nobody. My my pee, my pee. <laughs> I'm like, man, my PSI. You know what I'm saying? Straight. You know what I'm saying? I like, man, I got, I keep my PSI with me. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I ain't told on nobody. It's just the God within, and the brother showed me the technique to use, and I stay disciplined with it. I stay disciplined. I I feel a little short a little bit, but. I stayed disciplined with it, you know what I'm saying? It worked. But the but the petition that he gave me, it it went just like that, you know what I'm saying, with Paul and Silas, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, singing highs and praises to, you know what I'm saying, to God and prisoners prisoners were listening, you know what I'm saying, it broke up the foundation the, a violent earthquake broke up the foundation of the prison and everybody changed became loose. But it was a brother that was in that, you know what I'm saying, the you know what I'm saying, the uh Solomon Gunday, you know what I'm saying, the Solomon Gunday to put in the mixture of what I'm saying is it was one brother that I was looking at his trial situation that was going on, I started praying for him. You know what I'm saying? I, I, he ain't had he ain't had no family or nothing. I started praying for him like all time, you know what I'm saying, like give him you know what I'm saying, show him grace. You know what I'm saying? 'Cause I'm looking I'm, I was putting myself and his shoes because I'm next. I'm coming up next for mine. You know what I'm saying? His 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 whole thing, his whole situation was holding my situation up. I was I was two hours before my time, and even when I got there, you know what I'm saying, being there for my time, he was still there. So I prayed for him, and then and once I p- prayed and petitioned for him, and when it was my time, everything happened just like this scripture. It was a violent earthquake, and the judge was like. I don't know what to give him. My mind is blown. The the prosecutor like, I don't. He just said sex from the guy. It's just like the movie of, <laughs> it's just like the movie of Django. They're like, man, you just out of ten thousand, you just that one exceptional nigga. You know what I'm saying? So that's what basically what they were telling. Like, man, you just an exceptional case. We don't know what to give. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? The judge was dying mm-hmm. when he like, man, I'm just a sentencing judge. I really don't know what to give you. So he just came up with a number. I, I'm gonna give you five years of paper. So right. most of the everybody, the bailiff, the bailiff went to go. The bailiff told everybody, you know what I'm saying, the federal facility, like Judge Parker. His name is Judge Parker. So Judge Parker, they like man. He don't he give out time. He don't give out no probation or nothing in the feds. He don't do this. They like man. You know what I'm saying. He was the only person that got probation and the lesser sentence out of everybody that they man out of their whole career. So even right. the probation, even the probation, you know what I'm saying, supervisor, he said, man, I just had to come and meet you, you know what I'm saying, to see that, you know what I'm saying, Judge Parker gave you five years of papers, man. Like, that's crazy. I was like, man, nah, I ain't crazy. That was God. <laughs> that ain't crazy, but that, that was God. You know what I'm saying? That ain't crazy. I just wanted you know to get my big ups, you know what I'm saying, to both of these brothers, you know what I'm saying, especially, you know what I'm saying, brother and Pooh, you know what I'm saying, because, you know what I'm saying, you could have, you know what I'm saying? You could have, you could have went left. You could have been like, man, hey, you know what I'm saying? It don't even seem like you serious, little bro. You know what I'm saying, man? You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Try again, but you know what I'm saying? You led me, you led me to, you know what I'm saying? The right path where I need to be, 
You know what I'm saying? With my heart, no, you know what I'm saying? With my heart, with my inner mind, you know what I'm saying? My inner subconscious mind and the God within me led me to you brothers. And you know what I'm saying? I'm very appreciative of both of y'all. And Miss Beverly, I'm very appreciative to you too to be on your platform, to be able to, you know what I'm saying, to speak, you know what I'm saying, my testimony about what happened to me this year. Not last year, not the year before last. This happened this year, April the 12th, you know what I'm saying, 2023. That's two sevens. So, you know what I'm saying? And plus, I'm 34. You know what I'm saying? That's three seven. So, this God, you know what I'm saying? So, I just wanted to, I just wanted to, you know what I'm saying, to state that. That's, that's all. I didn't mean to take up no time or nothing, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, out of my mouth. I just wanted to, you know, to uh, get that out. Get that out of my chest. All right. Thank you for that. All right. And, and, uh, uh, no problem. and Pooh and, and Minister. We uh, got about 12 minutes left, but I want you again to tell uh, the listeners how they can contact both of y'all. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is Ann Poon, and you, you can get at me at, um, I'm on Patreon. You can do patreon.com forward slash noble ampoo, A-N as a Nancy P-U, noble ampoo. What you get over there is, um, I may open it back up. So there's two tiers over there. The general tier is only $15, y'all. Um, I'm dropping Astro stuff. I also drop opportunities on how to get into some real estate investment, man. Get in real estate because hedge funds and Wall Street are buying up everything. I mean everything. Mm. And so I like to tell people how to get into real estate to create some cash flow for yourself, i.e. mailbox money that's coming every month. Uh, so you'll see stuff over there on that. I'm doing internal work, dealing with the aura chakra stuff, so I'll be dropping um, some private invites to work with people who want to come out um, and have a weekend with me where we can get on the aura chakra machine and whatnot, get into a past life regression on a Sunday as well, and travel to some of these sacred spots that you heard the brother, the, the elder come on and talk about, um, particularly in, the, in my backyard and whatnot, because there's some powerful stuff. If you look into Serpent Mound, if you look at the Newark Earthworks, you Google these places, uh, some, some very powerful energy centers in the United States of America. And so we're about to start opening that back up again, but not necessarily to the general public, but to those who want to, you know, inquire and have more of a personal catered thing for themselves and whatnot. So that's what you get with me, man. You can um, catch me on patreon.com forward slash noble and pool and um, join. And also another part of the tier, if I open it back up where you can get a personal astral report every month, but I limited that to like 10 people because that thing had me busy. I got people I've been doing this since 2012, some even maybe 2011 mm -hmm. that you got people mm -hmm. who I give personally reports to that, you know, basically I look out for in the sense and whatnot. And so that's a very limited thing. Um, however, you join for $15 on the Patreon, whatever your question is, I'm going to always answer your question. But when it comes to that personal monthly report, if you see I open that back up or if a member falls off and you click on it, like right now, I think it's room for one person because somebody just came out, you need to jump on that because it's only like 30 bucks, which is a dollar a day, and I'm giving you the entire upcoming month outline to tell you what you should be focusing on so you can manifest that which you will, and most importantly, keep you safe from having a cold red experience. Because if you look at my videos on YouTube, Hip Hop Astrology TV, on YouTube, Hip Hop Astrology TV, and you start going through the Young Dolphs, the Nipsey Hustles, 
these brothers who got murdered, mm-hmm. there's a pattern, there's a cosmic pattern that's there that deal with, excuse me, French, me and Jew calling that nigga Mars, he's a bloodthirsty planet in the cosmos, and when he's in a certain position, you can get your brains blown out, and I'm just keeping it real with you, you know what I'm saying? I got a nephew mm-hmm. that got it, almost got his brains blown out, got shot in the head, and he paralyzed to this day, right? Um, mm-hmm. And, like, it's real stuff because that planet Mars was in this particular position and whatnot, which, by the way, we're about to get ready to start working on as well as soon as he's ready to receive it. But, um, you know, if you see me open up that or you see an opening, if somebody come out that $30 tier on my Patreon, you need to jump in that if you want it, if you, if you want that, you know. So check me out, patreon.com forward slash noble and poof. Great. And for per- per- people that you know, might be into business or something like that, you can also kind of look into that and let them know, you know, oh, yeah. what they need to be yeah. looking at. The three, the, you got the three big things, right? You're going to love the money and the career gets to the money, but the health as well. So love, mm-hmm. money, okay. health, those are my primary focus. When I do those reports, I highlight it. And again, I tell you, hey, it's negative energy coming up. You need to be, uh, you need to be appreciative. One, you need to be appreciative any every day, anyway, to the best of your ability. But there's negative energy mm-hmm. that's coming up. So once you take your girl out on a date and do something that's totally unexpected and beat that negative alignment before it manifests, so you can really start to reprogram the negative shit with positive shit. Simply meaning your positive actions is reprogramming a negative alignment in space and whatnot. And because this thing is about mm-hmm. alchemy. And this is how we do that. So when it comes to the money, we got money techniques, visualization techniques that I give you because this next 30 days, you know, this is a prime example. It may be a testimonial that you may see. I had somebody get a $10,000 job increase, you know what I'm saying, by playing this money, playing this money, you know, money visualization within this money pocket that corresponded to their report. So those are the three big things we like to focus on on those personal reports, health, money, and love. Wow. Okay. And Minister Jew? Uh, yes. Yeah. So you guys, if you want to partake and learn these principles intrinsically in and out, um, you know, like the brother Reginald came on and shared his story, man. We got so many of those stories in the membership, man, ministry, um, certified 501c3, man. We plan it by the book. Um you know what I mean? You can come in, join our ministry, join our membership. You can catch me at theimaginationguru.com, uh, and there will be a memberships tab if you want to join. We have uh, four calls every month. I've created over 30, maybe 25 to 30 different techniques for a plethora of things where I've seen people come in and they've had issues to try to help people get along their way. Um We've had some phenomenal things happen for people, man. I was on the live on my channel, the Imagination Group, a night or two ago, and there was some more people coming in and testify just like Reginald. You know, Robert Butler Bay, mm-hmm. longtime member out in Broadview, Illinois, $900,000 contract from the state of Illinois, utilizing one of the techniques that I created called the Wishing Well Technique. He just got another one for us. 60000 earlier this year, and last night he came on and said he got another contract from the state for 25000 So we're talking some big mm. numbers here, man, um, right. where people have come through and their whole lives have changed, 
uh, from utilizing principles, man. Um, we had some new people sign up. We have all kinds of stories, man. People come in, uh, mysterious bank deposits. Uh, you know, all kind of stuff happens for people, man. But uh, it typically happens when you really, really come in charged up, ready to go, hit the ground running, um, full of faith, ready to absorb the information uh, and put it to work, put it to practice. You know what I mean? So if you're interested in that, if you're interested in, in you know, getting, you know, being under a coach, a tenure coach, somebody who really understands the principles, uh, I, I suggest joining the membership. And you can find me again at the imaginationguru.com. Also, I've authored a couple books. Uh, Imagination at Work is available on Amazon. And my latest offering, Hip Hop Laws of Attraction, Can We Really Speak It Into Existence? A Closer Look at Hip Hop's Most Prophetic Lyrics. See, I like to, I don't don't, don't like to be stale, Beth. Like, it's a whole new generation. (laughs) I grew up on hip hop. Right. And so everybody, everybody not going to be, you know, sitting in the church pew with the head down, oh, Jesus, no, 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 no. How can you present this information in a way where it makes sense to people who are in this time and space looking for answers from God or, you know, in the area of spirituality? So I wrote a whole book to show different lyrics in hip-hop that speak to the phenomenon of the power of the mind. Like may say, you see, the power of the mind is not a joke. Or... Nas may say something like, um, imagination is what they lack. It stops niggas from getting stacks. Or Jay Electronica might say, imagination is the factory that makes legends, right? Or Memphis Bleak might have said on the Jay-Z record, I go to sleep with a picture of a Porsche on my wall, right? That's like, that's that vision board talk, right? Right. So so I've shown, I show through these hip-hop lyrics these profound lyrics from our poets of today where they have intertwined gems or the late great Nipsey Hussle that says, I spoke some things into the universe and they appeared. Right. And so I take those lyrics and then I juxtapose it against Bible scriptures that speak to those lyrics, right. That are Mm -hmm. in parallel Mm -hmm. to those lyrics. The Nipsey joint, when he say, I spoke some things into the universe and they appeared, right? You know, scriptures mm-hmm. say the former things I said long ago, and then suddenly I acted and they came to pass. That's in the 55th chapter of Isaiah, right? So I, I ran these parallels to show people, listen, we got poets out here that's dropping game, right, in these quote-unquote rap records, and I just took little excerpts to show people, nah, man, focus on this. Then look at this scripture and see how real it is. So you can find that piece of work on Amazon too. Hip hop laws of attraction okay. really speaking into existence. And that forward was written by the legendary DOC from the NWA. For y'all remember for the old school heads of hip hop, you remember is it funky enough? Right? So, you know, did some work with him privately for eighteen months and Things kind of worked out for the doc, and he blessed me and, and wrote the forward in the book, man. So shout out to the DOC, okay. man, down down in Texas. But, yeah, but that's where you can find me. Oh, and the business line, 877-345-3797. You can catch me on that line and give me a call. Wait, say that question. again. Say it again. 877 
three four five three seven nine seven. Okay. And I do have another hand raised, so we're gonna see open their line. Eight ten three five eight. Yeah, y'all, please pardon me for coming in at the end, but they, they pulled me, that magnetic wave pulled me in, Bev. I couldn't help it, you know. I, I, called, I called you on a random last night. I hadn't talked to you in a while, so Ampu was on that, uh-huh. on, on point on that. I, I just called you out of the random, and we talked about the show Sunday, which will be 777. So I want to say big up to the brother with his, with his experience and his testimony because uh, this is a quantum wave, everything that's being said. Like, for instance, he said April the 12th. You said, okay, y'all, we got 12 minutes left in the show. So that's a, that's a 33. <laughs> that's a massive number. That's a quantum wave right there. Then they talked about the hippo campus. I heard him. I heard the brother talking about hippo. Then he said, then he said y'all got to see this. Well, the hippo is, is not the hippo, a seahorse. <laughs> and when you see the horse, you see that the horse got power. He got horsepower. You know what I'm saying? He, he got that get up. You know, so a uh, 7, 7, 7 Sunday at 4 o'clock after drumming. Beverly do drumming every Sunday at 3 o'clock. 4 o'clock, we're going to open up the mic. We're just going to continue the quantum wave that y'all started tonight. And, uh, hey, man, we miss y'all. I thought y'all went on Mount Shasta and never came back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, uh, nobody does it like y'all, man. Y'all, y'all dynamite tandem, and uh, y'all keep doing y'all thing, man. We love y'all much. And, uh, yeah, I want to thank the brother Reginald again, man, for, for the, the the bomb testimony, man. It lit me up over here. So I just want y'all to know, man, y'all, y'all on that quantum wave, y'all brought it through, and it's real, man. I mean, I just last night, me and Beverly was on the phone for about an hour and a half talking about this quantum wave. Mm-hmm. So, hey. mm-hmm. That's what's up, yeah. man. That's what's up, man. We love y'all, too, man. We definitely appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate you, Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. What, um, mm-hmm. what, what, what's my name that be on your show? What's she at? What's, what's her name in Medicine, Detroit, with you? Um, I'm getting old. My memory's going. What's her name? She used to be on the show with you. You talking about? Oh, back in the day, you talking about Angel. Monica? Angel, Angel, yeah. yeah, that's Monica. Angel Eight. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a while. I haven't talked to her in a while. Man, she used to light it up. That, that's how I know oh, how old school y'all are, boy. Angel used to light it up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, and, uh, really, back in the day. <laughs> and I'll never forget Ampoo's yeah. presentation on. I'll never forget Ampoo's presentation on O.J. Simpson, the Naked Gun. Man, that's one of the most Ooh. fire details ever. Man, man. <laughs> I told you, bro. I told you, man. I, I've been way back with y'all, man. With uh, where you know some of the. Some of the young, I call y'all young old cats, man. You know, y'all still, y'all still have y'all youth. But I remember when y'all was on the on the yeah. on the screen with red and blue and and yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, a lot, you know, man, a lot, a lot of people, man, a lot of people have walked this path and uh and laid some bricks. So, hey, man, once again, man, can't big y'all up enough, man. Y'all keep y'all keep taking y'all people y'all keep taking people on them nature hikes, man, up there and manifesting, man. I remember them days y'all used to. The, the checks being the man when the people get home from the excursion. Y'all take them up the mountain. Y'all do the vision. Yeah. And when they get home, the check being the mail. Man, yeah. facts, bro. Yeah, never Appreciate forget it, brother. Yeah. Never. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate you. And, and, and one, more thread, one more quantum thread. Sunday is going to be a young brother on the show. His name is Hood Mystic. This brother actually grew up in Ohio, and he'd be going to the Serpent Mount all the time. Got videos on his website. So, like I said, man, it's a real quantum thread. It's not a joke. 
So yeah, bless up. Sunday? Yeah, Sunday at 4 o'clock, mm-hmm. 4 p.m. Eastern. Okay, yeah, I'm going to tap in. So. Oh, man, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm <laughs> Hey, yeah, you gotta, yeah. hey, you gotta, hey, you gotta finish what you start. <laughs> already, already. All right, bliss up, y'all. Thank you, Beverly. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. Thank us, and thank. I really appreciate you, um, Ampu and Minister Jew. I mean, y'all in for the long haul. Y'all didn't just. Y'all wasn't here for one day and quit. Y'all still doing it. And uh, yeah. we appreciate that, and we thank you for that. And uh, looking to uh, talking to you, both of y'all, again, we keep this quantum going. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for keep having Keep up me. the good work. Appreciate and we look you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Better love. Thanks, everyone. Uh, join us again. Uh, we'll be back Sunday. So better love, everyone. Thank you again, uh, Minister and Ampu. And the three conditions. Yes, oh, yeah. Yes. Shall prayers to be forgiven. Sing homage to the land. Sing homage to the land. Ethiopian. Sing homage to the land. Native American.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 